didn't give them like people deluded i'm back again thank you very much for tuning back in i know some of you basically just caught me you got me you caught me i can't lie i was you know i've woke up feeling myself this monday morning apologies for being late people i had to grab a quick shower and i was singing in the shower and carrying on i even brushed my hair and i was you know the song ain't finished in it i didn't want to start this live stream till the song was finished in it i was gassing myself I woke up with a spring in my step. On a serious note, I hope everyone's doing well and safe. If, if you're like myself over here in the United Kingdom, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and in some cases, good night. One love to the Twitch gang. Make sure you're following and subscribing, especially if you've got Amazon Prime. Make sure you're supporting on YouTube as well. We go over there at 11.30 now. We're going to talk about the Premier League. We're going to touch on AFCON. I know there's some Premier League games to come this week as well. Um, in fact, we'll talk about the games to come tomorrow because that's when we do it on a Tuesday. Uh, there's two, you know, Bruno Fernandes contract shenanigans. I think it's something of nothing when I read the Athletic article and I read out to you lot. Tuchel versus Lukaku, I think they're forcing it. There's definitely something with Ralph Ranić versus Martial. Martial's come out on Instagram and said, listen, I don't know what you're on, but you're not going to throw me under a bus, basically, like that. Ralph Ranić said he didn't want to be in the squad. We all know why that is very dangerous as well. You know, a player that I would describe as a neutral looking at United as volatile. You either, He looks like one of them, man. You either love Martial, you hate him. Obviously, there's man that are in between, but you either love him or hate him. And, you know, I think it's quite weird that Ralph Ranić done that because he's, to me as a neutral, I'm not a United fan. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their talking points are. But it seems like, it's a bit like Pogba, like a man that isn't playing has become the talking point. Rather than talk about bottling a two-goal lead with 10 minutes to go and all of those things and your own tactics. You know, Ralph Ranić, I can't lie, man. You know, we heard pressing, gen-gen press master. I'm not seeing none of it, fortunately. You know, it does take time, but he's moving like a man that hasn't managed for a hot second. And it's looking like, you know, it's looking like the M rating, like he done an elite job interview. He's got himself con comfy with the consultancy role. Boy, it's looking brazy. Again, anytime. You know, a team like Man United that normally win Premier League titles, I know they can't say that of recent, but you, them man, know you can, especially away from home, you can't be two goals up and then mess up like that. It's ridiculous. Um, for me as a neutral watching the game, I did think if United won, I wouldn't say lucky, but they looked suspect defensively. It's just Villa weren't asking much questions. And obviously Villa made two stupid mistakes. You know, Martinez is probably going to blame Arsenal for that one. The second goal, I don't know what Sanson's on. United obviously took advantage. Bruno, the one time I take him out of my FPL team, he wants to score goals are like buses. Um, United didn't kill the game. Um, I did feel second half was all Villa, man. It, you know, Buendia, that's the best I've seen him in a Villa shirt. You know, young Chucks, when he came off, came off the bench, did well. Jacob Ramsey did well. It was written in the stars. Coutinho was going to be involved in some sort of goal. Did he get a goal and assist or am I capping people? But it was written in the stars, man. It was a new, it was a good game from a neutral perspective. You know, Rafael Varane probably should have done better. Was it Coutinho's goal? Was it Ramsey's? Where he's missed the interception. But I wouldn't blame Varane because I look at Varane like I look at Koscielny when he was at Arsenal in that decent, good defender. He's not a, he's not superhuman, is it? It's like a fireman that's trying to put out 100 fires. Obviously, he might save some. He might save some people. But ultimately, everything's going to go up in blaze, isn't it? He's one man. Um, De Gea obviously made a number of saves. You know what you're getting with De Gea. Uh, it was a myth, and the first half looked all right. You know, Teller's down the left-hand side, plenty of the ball. I would say it just didn't kill it, really. And again, it's, it, com it comes down to game management, really. Didn't understand Greenwood coming off personally, but it is what it is. United's concerned. Keep your opinions coming and whatnot, man. All I hope is for the Glazers to trust Ranjit with the process. Bro, he's looking fraudy. Listen, I still think, I don't, I, listen, I don't really care, but I just think it, it was naive to assume that he was going to fix things pardon me, within two minutes. Again, there's a lot of them players at United with bad habits. That being said, I don't think Ralph Ranić has helped himself. He looks very stubborn, very reactive. It looks already, it looks predictable. You know, Jaden Sancho's coming off the bench and, you know, it's not making nothing happen, really. Um, it just looks like square pegs in round holes, really. And it is quite atrocious, really, for my, a club of Man United stature. You know, it's brazy, man. I'll be honest, you don't know who to believe, but it's all a mess. I'm going to side with Martial because there was no need to draw him out, but I don't know. My guy B is saying there is a there is a poll. Make sure you're involved in that. Large up the Twitch gang. We've got America in the building. Appreciate the DC ones. Come on, man. Benitez got the clip. We're going to get into that, man. 
You know, Arthur and that. Spence will 11.30 settings. We can touch on Arsenal. Arsenal fans don't feel any sort of way. But yeah, obviously, just to quickly touch on, on, on Rafa Benitez quickly, people. I can't lie, Everton got their, you know, they've been caught with their pants down because, you know, he was beefing Luca Dean. You clipped Luca Dean, you know. He was beefing the sporting director. It looks like Marcel Brands went, you know, they doubled down on Rafa Benitez. And what's that? Six or so months into a three-year deal, it ain't worked. You know, Liverpool fans are probably excited because it looks like he's a double agent, but it just didn't work out for Rafa Benitez, really and truly. We're going to get into all of, all of that as, as as well, as I said, people, without without a doubt. Um, keep your opinions and whatnot coming. There's quite a void at Everton with no sporting director, no manager, no head of recruitment, no scouting manager, no medical director. Benitez was given a lot of control only to be sacked a few days later. So that tells you there's no planning. Again, there's a bunch of Arsenal fans and United fans in this chat. You know when your club is hinging on one individual where you're not going to see... I would say, what, Pep Guardiola off the top of my head, Klopp, they're the closest you're going to see to a Ferguson or a Wenger because, again, Klopp says he wants a rest and that, so he probably busts out. I don't know for Pep, but it looks like them and there can stay forever. Obviously, there's a couple of examples. I would say up until this season, maybe Bielsa could have indirectly felt it fell in that. But them managers staying for 20 years are a myth. You know, managers are almost very dispensable in football. And I think unpopular opinion in today's day and age, your manager should, it's not that they shouldn't be important, but every team should have a DNA. Like let's just say Barcelona, your DNA should be Tikataka. So whether that's Pep Guardiola or whatever, the manager that comes in simply enhances that. It's not hinging on one man. And I think Everton clearly did that for Rafa Benitez and it didn't bang. You know, at the start, you know, Townsend, Benitez did well. I mean, Townsend and Gray did well. They beat Arsenal. It just went down the toilet really and truly. You know, and for me, the, the weirdest thing is selling Luca Dean car. You're gonna have to buy a fullback who's your left back, you know. Ultimately, to sack my man a few weeks later again, it's a results business. What can you say? It is a results business, and if you're not doing the job, you're not doing the job. But you betted on a man and he's cocked it up really and truly. And this leaves you wherever it leaves you in it, like it's peak for Everton. Again, their spending is inconsistent. Remember, they spent 50 million on Sigurdsson. You know, 30-odd million on it will be and that, you know, they, they're they frauding themselves. Again, if they're better off calling Lois TSB and saying someone did something on them. But that's a, that's that's atrocious, you know, again, off the field. Because now they're in a mess. They're going to have to install people. And they're being linked with a, with a bunch of managers. You know, I think I've got some articles, you know, Rooney, Roberto Martinez is thrown into the ring. You know, Rooney, I'm sure, Everton, man, I know he was at United. I'm sure he'd want to do it if I was Rooney. You, I will cut out at the first opportunity of, of Derby. Derby looks a mess in it, like really. I'm from me as a manager, I'm having to fork things out of my own pocket. And I'm and I remember I, saw, I read an interview. Rooney said he had to call the, the, the owner of the company off the physio's phone. He's ducking him, it's like he owes him peace. So, me personally, if I was Ray Rooney, the minute Everton or anyone says, Yo, come, let's do this thing, I'm catting out in it. And I, I don't know for, for Roberto Martinez. Lampard's been thrown into the ring. I'm sure Lampard would be a decent fit, but he benefits from privilege. Got the Derby job for no reason. Got, you know, rewarded with failing at Derby with giving the Chelsea job on what he brings as a player, not as a manager. Lo and behold, he spent bare peas. You know, I know he brought through the young players, but let's not act like it was Arsene Wenger thing. He had to play them man there. The minute he couldn't, he rubbed them the majority of them out and he said, we can't basically win with kids. So I wouldn't be on the Lampard thing if I was Everton. I, Everton looked screwed, man. Benitez, real agent. Everton been a mess for time. It never gets talked about. Oh, they're a mess, bro. And they're a good club. They're a mess, though, man. They're a mess. Mess is probably an understatement, man. Try to snatch Richarlison. Bro, if I'm them sort of man there, I'm cutting out, bro. I'll, you know what? Out the Everton team, Arsenal fans might not like him, but I'll grab a Ben Godfrey. I would have said Luca Dean, but he's catted out. Um, you know, you've said we'll grab a Richarlison. On current form, Damari Gray, there's a role in the squad for you. On current form, you know, it's one of it's 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 one of it's one of them ones, really, really and truly. But Benitez, boy, he's gone, brother. He's he's he collapsed himself, really. Like I'm not he just used to make me as a neutral looking at it, he made some bewildering decisions for someone of his quality as a as a manager really he done some bewildering things some bewildering tactics and when you read apparently let me share my screen just because viewing effects and i'm only on the bbc website people pause because that sounded biggie but rafa benitez says he did not realize the magnitude of the task at everton following his sacking on sunday after less than seven months he charged where that tells me you're on a dicker thing really then uh, apologies you know, Carlo Ancelotti, the real winner, but he bust out before before any of this. And shout out to Real Madrid because they defeated Athletic Bilbao and won the won, won a cup yesterday. Um, Hazard's linked with a move away once again, by the way. 
Um, but yeah, he said, we knew it wouldn't be easy. It was a big challenge, both emotionally and in terms of sport. My love for this city, for Merseyside and its people made me accept this challenge. But it's only when you are inside that you realise the magnitude of the task. Sounds a bit like what Arteta and Conte really, their jobs. From the very first day, my staff and myself worked as we always do with commitment and full dedication. We didn't only have to get results, but also to win over people's hearts. However, the financial situation and then the injuries then made things even harder, which is true. But you knew what you was walking into. Injuries are part and parcel of the game. You know, as much as I'm happy that we never played Spurs because we don't have a, 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 a stronger side, um, really. Arsenal, apart, apart from COVID, where it doesn't specify if, it's, if, you if you need one COVID case or a million to cancel games. I don't have sympathy for anyone that that uses AFCON or injuries as a thing because you know injuries are a thing. You know in August, African-based players are keeping it moving. Not I'm just speaking general now. So these are things that are part and parcel. It's like being a chef and saying and crying that you, you you've got a cut every now and again. That comes with the job. It comes with the job, really and truly. It's as simple as that. But um, you know, you knew the financial situation. I'm sure your contract wasn't dead. You know, at the end of the day, I don't know how much. Maybe you've actually enhanced your Liverpool relationship because I thought. You signed for the Pagans, isn't it, really? Not that it stopped Pat Jennings or, 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 or Saul Campbell or George Graham. But, you know, if you sign for the Pagans, like, you might have to look at you a bit funny. But ever, uh, Liverpool fans might even love you a bit more because Everton have been moving a bit booky of recent. But you've managed to make them, in your own way, a bit worse. Now, Rafa was a problem. But for me, the structure, the, the, everything's a mess at Everton. And it comes from the ownership, you know. Again, if you own a company, everything is your fault. You might not be making the tactical decisions, but you're employing people. The mentality comes from the top to the bottom. It's like Roman Abramovich. You know, if you're messing about at Chelsea, you're not going to last long because you might get that call with the Russian base number. Yo, what, what's going on? What's going on sort of thing? And that starts putting pressure on other people. Everton haven't craved excellence. That's why the Youth Academy, as much as they've got great talents, it looks bewildering. You're letting guys like Terry Smallbus out, even though he was moving like a pagan. You're spending money when you do, and it's shit signings, you know. You ain't got peace to really buy things. Yeah, to be fair, Damari Gray and Townsend are all right, but, you know, that people were saying signings of the season. Again, they're sharing their level. So, boy, it's peak for him, man. Apparently, Everton, who say an emergent, an update on a permanent replacement will be made in due course, held an emergency board meeting on Saturday to discuss Rafa Benitez's future. Obviously, they lost 2-1 to Norwich. Great win for Norwich. Shout out to them. They've got nine losses in the past 12 games. It's a results game business, really. They have brought some signings in and let people go, but it's irrelevant for them. And the Everton fans have been onto, the, onto Rafa, so it's a myth for Rafa, really and truly, man. He's sacked, as you lot can see. Rafa's gone. You know, because great manager, but it's a myth. They've won just once since September, 15th in the table, six points above the relegation zone. But it, that's for relegation thing. Apparently, Sky Sports News understands that Wayne Rooney and Frank Lampard are two of the names under consideration to replace Benitez. Ironically, I know he probably wouldn't, even though technically he is an Evertonian, despite his Liverpool ties. I would have went for Gerrard, you know. Out of all them names I see there, you know, They've said, they've said Lampard, Rooney, Potter, Rudy Garcia, Duncan Ferguson. Probably give it Duncan Ferguson to the end of the season, in my opinion, for them. Or he'll take charge in the in the medium term because what can you do? Um, I think Rooney might be all right. You know, I'm not even gonna lie. I think Rooney might. I think Rooney might be lit for them. I think out of all them names, Graham Potter would be the one for me. You know. Roberto Martinez, I guess they know what they're getting. I'd say Graham Potter's the one for me. Rudy Garcia's got pedigree. But again, it's about the structure because you're going to bring in these men and then it's going to, there'll probably be a managerial bounce. It will work for two minutes and then it's a myth, people. Apparently, Potter is understood to be happy at Brighton and is not interested in talking to Everton. Rooney is understood to be happy and focused at Derby, but we find it difficult to turn Everton down considering his history and association with the club. And I'm sure you'd actually be able to phone the owner of the club and get a response, people. Um, so, yeah, man, Rafa Benitez, you're gone, man. Apparently, he went on to say from the very first, well, BBC, BBC didn't have any of this. Man said the road to success isn't easy. And sadly, nowadays in football, there's a search for immediate results. To be fair, Everton have been patient. You ain't won since September. We're in January now, really. Well, a lack of wins since September, better yet. So I wouldn't say that. You know, you took the row, in it. You can't stand in the rain and complain you're wet. You know, you might know the roads they're going into. There's always less and less patience. But again, I would say without, I would to be devil's advocate, what have you done to, to warrant any patience from the fans or anyone? You know, obviously some men are onto you 
because of the Liverpool ties. But I can't say I saw a brand of football. I saw young players coming through. I saw a system. You know, sometimes teams are not doing well and the results aren't coming, but you see little bits and pieces. It's like, all right, cool. I don't see that with you. See, even when Bielsa and Leeds were messing about, you could see Bielsa was going to grab them out of that. And right now they're doing all right. Shout out to Jack Harrison with his hat trick. How Bowen missed that tapping yesterday, I don't know. Rafinha's a quality player and you can see why his, him and his agent, Deco, are forever flirting with other clubs. He's thanked the fans and all of that, people. It's a myth. The dressing room does lack leaders. It, you know, it, it's a myth, man. They weren't having Rafa Benitez from the start, so he was, pardon my French, pissed from the start, but... It is where it is, where, where he's concerned, man. Really, you're just going to have to hold that one replay. Like, you're just going to have to hold that. If we move on to, you know, let me know your opinions on this Bruno Fernandes contract BS, Tuchel versus Lukaku, um, and obviously Ralph Ranić versus Tony Martial. Now, I'll re re wheel up the, the, the things and whatnot, but i like to see you lot's comments. I've been airing you lot. Man said, I'm back in my IC3 by the Martial, but someone is defo most lying, or there's a loophole in Martial's words. What I would say is, why would he turn it down? I don't think Martial would say no. And surely if he did, you would have hotted him up before the game. And if 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 Man United won, would he have mentioned that? And again, why? I, that's why I don't believe it. Why I might believe somewhat is, it was a bit random, isn't it? It's got nothing to do with, maybe it's deflecting from the game and his own tactics and things like that. One thing I like about Martial, he doesn't, well, his girlfriend does a lot of chatting on socials, but he doesn't seem to do a lot of chatting. But the minute you try and draw him out, it's that. Now for me, you might as well, you know, you don't keep unhappy players. It ain't worked out. Ballon d'Or clauses, all of this stuff. It ain't worked out for Martial. He can leave with his head held high, in it really? And United can, leave, can, you know, can it's been okay. They're asking for mad figures, you know. You can see it in terms of having anyone that buys him on loan is going to have it for a matter of months. United want his full wages covered and certain loan fees. The highest I saw it will cost six to eleven million now for him for a couple of months. The mass ain't mathing, really, is it, people? So. I don't know what I, I don't know who who side to who side to um to believe really and truly people but I, I'm I'm more with with Martial car I don't I, there was no relevance and I think it's deflecting really and truly and you can see to be fair a bunch of unhappy players before Ralph Rangnick happened but just the way he I could see Sancho being pissed off with you I could see you know Sancho being pissed off with you Martial being peed off with you. Van der Beek anyways, Dean Henderson anyways, it does look like Ralph Ranjit looks a tiny bit out of his depth really and considering his experience and all the stuff that was made, it's, it's almost like he's rolled in it if I'm honest with you, but I've, you know, he's still got quality he said, you know, Martial hit back, he said I will never refuse to play a match for Manchester United I've been here for seven years and I'll never disrespect, I will never disrespect the club and the fans, as you know Seville so far have been unable to match Martial's wages or offer the long fee Man United want in order to, to sign him. So you've left the man in limbo, really and truly, really. Apparently, Ralph Ranjit said he didn't want to be in the squad. He would have been in the squad normally, but he didn't want to. And that's why he didn't travel with us yesterday, which was Friday at the time. Boy. And then he went on to say, you know, we've been here under Jose Mourinho as well. I will never refuse to play for Man United. I've been here for seven years and I'll never disrespect it and will never disrespect the fans and the club. So that's going to make training today awkward because for me, I'm looking at Martial like your book. I mean, I'm looking at um, Ralph Ranjit like your book. And even if you're not Martial's closest friend in that squad, if he's willing to just throw a man under the bus, imagine what he's meant, what he'll do when it's time to, you know, when it's your time. So, boy, I don't know who to, I don't know who to believe, but I'm going to stand with the player because I just feel... There was no relevance. Man United is a soap opera and the fans keep on coming. Trust, man, I can't lie. I was enjoying stuff, man. I was watching Bare United fan channels as they as they do when Arsenal lose. Bare United fan channels. I was watching Tottenham fans in meltdown about the game not going on. You know, Chelsea, I think they were forcing it, really being upset about City, but I was getting at them. I, and what I mean by that is you can be legitly upset, but there's no shame in that. But I was, in, I was enjoying it really and truly. Like I'm seeing United fans arguing with each other about money and then I see a guy go to the back of his room, take out a wad of cash. You know, hopefully you've moved the stash car. People are hungry out there. Buendia was sourcing and once Coutinho came on, knew it was goal time. Bro, it was written in the stars Coutinho was going to come on and do well. Buendia and him linked up well. And again, they've got some saucy options, you know, Ramsey, all the young Gs coming through at Villa. They've added Luca Dean. Again, I don't want to gas Gerard too much, but I like Gerard a lot as a manager because I think he does things the right way. 
I like his tactics. I like his man management. I like his. I like Gerard's honesty. I like the fact of he could have done the Lampard thing. He could maybe not be been Liverpool gaffer anytime soon, but he could have cheated the system. Now, don't hate the player, hate the game. We all know there's a negative privilege that boosts things like that. Even Ryan Mason, you know, Ledley King couldn't grab that Spurs job. The minute there was, you know, Ryan Mason gets handed a job and get a cup final in true Spurs fashion, he bottled it. You know, them and they're allergic to them things there, unless it's mugs. Um, but I like how he took his time. He done the academy thing. He's gone to Rangers. He did his thing. He's doing his thing at Villa. Now, there's a lot to achieve. Villa are a club that want to do what Leicester are doing and break into the top six and things like that. So there's a lot he needs to achieve. But inevitably, you're not going to be able to run away from the Liverpool links, especially if, if Klopp left tomorrow. But it, as much as he could, probably couldn't say no to Liverpool, I get the vibe that if he truly thought he wasn't ready, he wouldn't do it. You know, add Arteta into that because, again, maybe it's a benefit of privilege and maybe it's a benefit of PR and propaganda. But and I can't tell anyone they don't deserve anything, you know, but even Pep Guardiola did his dues in the academy and then went on. It seems like in today's day and age, potential, potential can get you a job. Potential, like again, I'm not criticising Arteta, just using him because he's seen as the guy. Got the that's a let's let's cut the crap. Arsenal's one of the biggest jobs you can get in the Premier League, bar the obvious. He got that for no reason based on propaganda. You know, that's the privilege and this potential. It's just like with young players. But guys are bought for 70 to 100 million before they've done anything because people see what they could be tomorrow. Potential is the biggest buzzword in football nowadays. I might just take the core just as a squad player. Well, Arsenal ain't got no centre mid, so why not? But unpopular opinion, I'd stay clear, man. Not that he's a bad player. I just don't think he's the right fit. How could Ralph say, Ralph say in the FA Cup game that he gained control of the midfield when Donny came on but still refuses to start him? Talk is cheap. Ralph's best days are way behind him at this point. Probably just like Jose and Wenger, to be fair, they did all right yesterday, really, Roma. I watched their Italian football yesterday, man. Big up yourself. I hope you're good. DG, why you not on AFTV anymore? I mean, I wouldn't say I was ever on AFTV, respectfully. I was here and there, but they don't shout, man. No, man, get blacklisted or something. Either way, I'm doing my thing, man. I is what it is, isn't it? I don't know. You have to ask Robbie. Where do you think Everton should be in the table with their current squad, though? Let me see their squad still. Because a team like Everton, for me, anytime they're not in the top 10, then... You know, you should be top 10 minimum. And like I said, trying to do the Leicester thing and push in and, and see what's going on in relation to the rest of the boys. Uh, they ain't got bad players, obviously. Gilfie Sigurdsson, them and their wrongings. But, you know, Luca Dean, well, Luca Dean's not there, but Richarlison, I don't know why Luca Dean's still here, but Richarlison, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, I'd say they top 10, top 7. They ain't got a bad squad, in my opinion. It's just lacking a bit of quality. Potter would be good for them. But again, would he? Because you're only as good as what's going on off the field, really. And I wouldn't want to be a, 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 a scapegoat or anything like that, personally. Pablo Marito with Inese confirmed. Yay, we got a dud out the building, man. In my opinion, Martial will fit like Juventus. They need someone like him. I used to like Ralph Ranić, but his subs, lineups and subs are a disgrace. Even tactics from a United fan. This is basically only 2.0. Fair play. Those Villa goals were class. Spurs needed a game. Arsenal at home is their biggest game of the season, bro. They, they, Arsenal bottled it. I take that, you know. It's, it's a gift that keeps giving, you know. Again, they wanted it. it, it I can't. Arsenal fans are shameless because we wanted to play Liverpool's under 13s. Spurs want to play our under 13s. You know, Jamie O'Hara's crying, you know. You know, he's crying. Bro, you would not be gassing up Spurs if you didn't get released by Arsenal, you shit, you shit twat. Like, come on, allow it, man. Harry Kane, you're an Arsenal lad. Eric Dyer, you got punched up by Gwendozi. How are you getting patterned by them long-haired dudes? I don't want to hear no verbal on the socials. Arsenal should have played yesterday, without a doubt. You know, Arsenal did exploit the rules. Did we fancy playing? No, we looked at it. Oh, we got injuries. We got AFCON. Fuck it. We don't want it. There's, there's a COVID case. Bearing in mind, the Premier League does not specify. I'm at Right is right and wrong is wrong. You know, the Premier League does not specify. For me, we should be playing that game. If there was a mad COVID outbreak and the game gets locked off, then that's the only way. If there's one COVID case, other teams, have, my personal opinion is they've had to get on with it. We should have got on with it. AFCON, injuries, they're relevant. We knew about this. But at the same time, when it was Brentford, no one gave a flying monkeys when it was us against Chelsea, City and Brentford. In fact, they laughed, they reveled in it. For me, 
Right is right, wrong is wrong, but Arsenal are doing no different. There's been 20-odd games locked off. Why is Gary Neville and all of these guys making such a scene where he weren't doing it for United? The Liverpool... Jamie Carragher is acting up. Miraculously, Liverpool opened their training ground a day after and all of these COVID cases went. You've still got clock waffling about false positives. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Right is right, wrong is wrong, boy. The, the play, the clubs are exploiting this and they, the, the Premier League needs to draw a line under the sun and say, you know what? All right, cool. From this point, you... If this has happened, that has happened, this has happened, then the game can get locked off. It's a rule that's going to be exploited. I can't, do I, do I, I don't agree with it from a moral point of view, but the dark arts, dark arts, I hear it. Arsenal trying to fight for top four. We don't fancy going there with the young tugs. Why not? And as you know, Spurs, Spurs, I, I, they said Conte was back. You know, Conte has changed things after they played an under-hit Liverpool team. So I understand it, Spurs fans. I understand how you want to play against us. I understand why you'd say we're bottling. You know, at the Arsenal, the day Arsenal bottled, add that to your trophy cabinet. Add the, you know, you not just win interviews, you know. You you, you win, you waffle about, about, you know, telling us a mind gaps and things. You win interviews. You win social media debates. Spurs, your club is nothing. It's a toilet. I, I see the world record toilet all the time. And what I would say, don't hate the player, hate the game. When Leicester done it, it was cool. When Liverpool did it, it was cool. When United did it, it was cool. When we did it, it was cool. I know we ain't won a Premier League title, but the common theme is all them and there have won Premier League titles. When you win, you get the trip. And one thing I think, you know, helped Klopp is Klopp's got that thing. But man, don't want to talk on Klopp. It's like Wenger and, and Fergie. Fergie, definitely the better example in Jose. When them, if them man did it, they're silenced. You know, it just seems like there's a lot of narratives and I find it very funny from Jamie Carragher. Um, I even find it funnier from Jamie O'Hara because you beat up little kids. You beat up little kids. You beat up women, you know. you, you Again, you know Twitter is, is weird when you're seeing... Uh, you have to catch a stray. Big up you, but Stan Collymore and jo and, and Jamie O'Hara are doing, are, are doing the ethics. I find that very funny. Didier Haman, who said nothing about his beloved Liverpool club, said nothing. And then looked and says, oh, Bayern Munich played this player. Bro, if we would... Bayern Munich are, are like year 11s playing with year 5s in their league. They can give de debuts and things. You think if Bayern Munich had a competitive league or if they were in the Premier League, they wouldn't be playing the same games Arsenal was? Allow it, man. Allow it. And you already know my opinions on Bayern Munich. Great club. But again, PSG get a lot of noise about what they're doing in Europe. When last did Bayern Munich win Champions League for all the bring guys they're bringing in and whatnot? They might do it this year, but when have they done that? Because you man are domestic bullies. So allow it, man. Maybe if, if Arsenal could take the best players from every damn team and the rest of the clubs could, maybe we would maybe we would rock with that. I just find the narrative funny. Man are saying, oh, you loaned out players. Okay, we loaned out. You mean we loaned out? We loaned out. Yeah, we didn't lock. We loaned out players without bringing people in generally, but that's not a crime. If we loan out players on Monday and there's a COVID outbreak on Tuesday, what are you talking about? Don't let your hate fast make you say nonsense. There's a lot of legit reasons. But stop yourself for a second. Think about how stupid the long player is. Well, you shouldn't have signed African players. Brother, 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 you lot thought Ndombele was going to come and get his debut. Allow it, man. Spurs, you get you lot waffled about how you lot were waffling a few weeks ago. How Conte needs time. You've got your time. We'll buck you in April or whenever, you know. I'm hearing the Bill Nickerson pub owner crying and stuff. You're just crying, car. That's the biggest day you would have made pesos. Fuck your pub, mate. Fuck your pub, you twats. Like I said, for me, it's disgraceful. We should have played. Shorthand or not, Arsenal should have played. We can't stand in the rain and complain while we're wet. You know, there's no legit reason. But other teams are running up false positives and miraculously Shrewsbury Town. Everybody's shameless in this. Let's be honest. I know every club likes to behave holier than thou and they do things different and all of these sort of things. You know, in fact, it's not even a loophole as well. Now, I keep saying loophole. If there's a rule and we've played up to it, as I said, it doesn't specify one or a hundred COVID cases, does it now? Shout out to Michael Richards and Smudger, Alan Smith for, for chatting and backing the thing. Jamie Carragher, you're a shameless individual. Stick to spitting at teenagers. You know, Gary Neville, you're just like Piers Morgan. I've, you know, I don't think you're quite as a twat, but you just like to be seen saying saying the right things. You know, I don't rate you after the Raheem Sterling business. You denied that the man was facing racism and all of these things and then came out and said, yeah, he was speaking to me when we was at the World Cup or the Euros and I never said anything. And then the world praised Gary Neville for sitting there and saying racism is bad. What the fuck? Come on now, man. Honestly, two big middle fingers up at all the media. And that's not just on behalf of Arsenal. That's everyone. Fuck out here with this bullshit, man. Do you still want our offer Arsenal Basuma? Bring them. Bring them. Bro, it's an Eddie Guerrero lifestyle. 
yeah, the precedent set by the EPL for postponement is that folk can't blame. Everyone's going to run it. And for me, there's 20-odd games before the Arsenal team came into it. Why is the narratives? Is it because Arsenal have benefited for signing? Is it because Sky Sports have lost out on a blockbuster game? Don't listen to these, man. They don't care about the same reasons you do. It's like Gary Nev. You think Gary Neville cares about Super League because of the fans and the integrity and all that bullshit? It's like, no, Sky Sports getting clipped for whatever. They're not getting a meal ticket. Don't let these guys twang you in anything, man. The game's the game, bro. The game's the game, cuz. You know, we haven't won at their ground in seven years. It's, that's that's true. When last did they rise up a trophy there? You know, when last did they rise up a league title there? Allow it, man. You know, Arsenal fans are special. United fans are special. Liverpool fans are special. Chelsea fans are special. But Spurs fans are really special. And regardless, yeah, I've never seen someone overstate their importance, you know. They want a trophy for beating Arsenal in games. Like Nottingham Forest didn't pattern us. I will take any verbal from United. I'll take it from Liverpool. Shit, I'll take it from Leicester. I'll take it from Chelsea. It's not even just verbal, just anything they have to say. I will never bloody take it from you lot. You lot will never, 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 never. Just shut up, man. Go work on your game. For Arsenal, you better sign the midfielder, though, because you caught life. You caught life. And I don't have any sympathy for any of the problems because we, everybody fit. No one going off AFCON. We're not good enough in midfield. I've been maintaining that. We know injuries are happening. I don't know if it's incompetence on Arteta or Edu or both. But all I know is there needs to be a centre mid now. I don't think there's going to be a centre mid in time for the Liverpool game on Thursday. Will there be one for Burnley? I don't know. We'll discuss more. So Arsenal at 11.30. Big up you lot and make sure you're all there. Have I even dropped the link for you guys? Make sure you're all there as well. Apparently, the Premier League approved our request postponing the game because of the busy Xmas period where we had 11 COVID cases and we played with a Finn squad and results in our injury of that. I mean... It probably is, you know, naturally. When you've got a small squad, you have to play other people and they, you're running the risk of them getting weird and teared and that probably is a factor. And again, I'd be playing on emotional heartstrings saying, listen, when it was us against Brentford City and Chelsea, you lot didn't help us out. You need to do a thing now. I mean, Arsenal are not going to lodge that lodge that thing initially if we didn't believe it was going to get locked off. I think we should have played. I think Spurs are some twats. Oh, they were like, oh, well, we tried to get this conference game locked off and we couldn't. We tried to get Leicester's game locked off. And when Leicester arts, they got it locked off. We're donating all our food to the food banks. What does respect, big up Spurs for giving money to giving food to the food bank. But what relevance does that have, you know? Nobody cares in a sense of shout to the homeless people getting food and things like that. But nobody cares about Spurs is losing food. That was going for profit. You lot are probably charging season ticket holders 10 bags for something you're buying from Aldi. Oh, it. No one gives a fuck about you lot losing profit. Why are you mentioning that? You should be doing that anyways. Why is that the first time we've heard that? You know, I know there's health and safety rules. You know, that's why a lot of them supermarkets and Greg's and all these things. What? It just sounded like whining. Up your juice. Pay the right people. Win a league. Win a title. You get this juice. If Pep wants a game locked off, if Arsenal won a game locked off, if United won a game locked off, if Liverpool won a game locked off, if Chelsea won a game locked off, the thing's going to get locked off. Spurs, you're not levels. I, the game's the game. We wanted to play Liverpool's kids. You want to play our oh, youths. So you probably moved to you lot. In fact, hey, remember our under-18s did to you, man. You know the thing. Don't hype to us. You know, allow it. You're legend. You're best striker. Former Arsenal man. Jamie O'Hara, you know. You're a former Arsenal man. And all he does is chattings and now his Twitter's gone. Them man there. I won't take it from you, look. Jeff Sterling, shut up as well, man. Pussy or eat. A man said, when DG turns that chair to the side, I know the fire is about to start. <laughs> it's true, you know. When I start looking away. <laughs> hey, man. Bloody hell. Trust me. Bear hype, bro. Bear hype, man. Allow it, man. People, exactly, they open the door. Everyone's going to exploit it. Let's be honest. Every one of these football clubs is shameless. They showed it with the Super League. They've showed it with any little money to exploit, with season tickets, with, with, with people's jobs being cut, with this. Clubs are dirty. Every club. I know every club thinks they do it the right way and hold it in now. And as much as I love my club and we do this touch of class thing, we're all dirty in this. It's, 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 there's no honour among thieves. It's crabs in a bucket. We're all moving mad. We've all got vested interests. Spurs thought, yo, games in hand. Weak Arsenal team, let's pattern. We fought against Liverpool. All right, you man are there. We've got things, let's pattern. It is what it is. It's not right at all, at all. But it is what it is. And like I said, do not mistake me for anything. I think the game should have went ahead. Simple as that. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm vexed with it. From a 
sinister point of view, obviously, you know, we might have a full strength tied and them things there. I'm happy with that. But I think the game should have been played. And I, I wanted to sit here and, and do a watch along on that with you lot, man. So, Sheg. Absolute Sheg. Well, fuck them and there, man. Right. Just leave them alone, man. Away from all of that, though, obviously, you know, we've spoken about Ralph Ranick, spoken about Arsenal. You know, should we see what's going on in terms of Bruno Fernandez's contract, people? Which it ain't nothing to worry about. He just wants from I read the article, spoiler alert. Seems like he just wants parity with some people. And I can't lie, if he's on a hundred bags a week, that's the same as Kalajinat. He did double his wages, but still. For what it's worth, though, apparently, people off topic quickly. Apparently, Arsenal recorded for Arsenal record further positive COVID-19 case following Tottenham postponement, as was expected. I told you lot we was gonna magically say this because you really can't prove people got COVID if you want, if you're if you're real. Arsenal recorded one further positive COVID-19 case following the postponement of Sunday's North London derby against Tottenham. Further testing on the squad was done today, which was not considered in the Premier League's decision to delay the match. As you know, we requested it. And yeah, Spurs, you want to look. Spurs, Spurs got their game kick locked off as well. I'm not going to read the Spurs article again. Just go and check out my latest upload on, on YouTube for that. They express, expressed surprise and whatnot. If we look at some other things, people, let me scroll the way down. Apparently, Bruno Fernandes looking for parity with leading earners at Man United. To be fair, as frustration, frustrating, sorry, as he might be, I don't think he can't, you, you can't argue against him getting that. I can't say he, no one can tell him he can't grab that, in my opinion. Um, and, he, you know, he got two goals and whatnot. Apparently, people, you know, the Athletic can reveal that those talks have been temporarily shelved after Fernandez and his representatives turned down an offer in late autumn. Sources say negotiations are expected to resume in May, so at the end of the season, when Fernandez and United are clearer about the team situation next season. And you know what? Bruno Fernandez, he's a quality player, but he needs to stop moaning, man. Moaning after games, moaning with referees. I swear down, if he was playing Sunday League against man. Absolutely clamping. He just looks like a yeti. But when Fernandez moved to Old Trafford, he signed on a modest salary for a club with Man United's resources because his sporting Lisbon wage was around 50k per week. Fernandez doubled his money by joining Manchester United before factoring in Champions League bonuses. But several players are earning more than him. I mean, Ronaldo is has United's highest salary worth more than 400k per week. Um, De Gea is right behind him, you know, with 375. And then you've got Pogba, Varane, Martial, Jaden Sancho, Cavani and Rashford, who are all believed to be receiving 200k um, per week or more, with Harry Maguire and Shaw close to that figure. United have offered Fernandez improved terms, but he's looking for par sorry, par parity, there was a tongue twist, parity with United's leading salaries, given his importance to the team. His form has been scrutinised this season, but only Salah and Kane have scored more Premier League goals since he arrived. He has scored 33 times and registered 22 assists from 70 games in England's top flight. I mean, the scumbag thing, you know, if you're going to count the, the Martinez one, why not? Apparently, United are relaxed about the situation. The club are under no pressure to re-sign Fernandes, who is contracted till 2025 with the option of a further year. So he signed to a death row contract. It's not quite the Paul Pogba shenanigans, really. Off topic, apparently England are set for March friendlies with Switzerland and Ivory Coast possible opponents as well, people. Um, have you lot been paying attention to the AFCON on, on, on that note as well, people? You know, Algeria could be in trouble. I think they're playing in a couple of days. You know, boy, the Ivory Coast game was a crazy one. Shout out to Pepe for scoring. But that mistake by the keeper and his face, you know, it was crazy. You know, big up Sierra Leone. And this is why for me, especially when it comes to... When it's not the European nations and 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 stuff like that, and to a degree the South Americans, I think when it when it comes to football fans in the first world, they're very blasé. Oh, like why Salah want to play for Egypt? Why is this guy want to do that? So, bro, just playing for your country is a mazer, you know. You know, you see what it meant to my man Kamara scoring. You know, it's a mazer. So you know, and I think the Afcon, it's been fantastic. You know, like the quality ain't kind of been there in terms of it's been quality comedy. You know, one thing I like about Afcon, it, it defies all footballing logic, and I absolutely love it, man. Like you're seeing the Ghanaians starting to fight, Nigeria's doing quite well. You know, Sierra Leone getting two points, I believe. Algeria's not really working out for them right now. You know, not really seeing a, a widespread amount of goals, but it's looking crazy. And as I said, you're seeing calamitous things, man. Like I see. 
one player's down and then the medical guy comes on, he hits him. We all remember the ref locking off games, the tech calamitous mistake yesterday. And it's my man's face. My man's looking at the ball like, oh, fucked up. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. I, I, I and a lot of people might have tipped Algeria to be the favourites and they can still pattern. But boy, it's, it's looking bugged really and truly. You know, if you look at the last couple of results, Cameroon dealt with Ethiopia four goals to one. Cape Verde lost to Burkina Faso 1-0. Senegal and Guinea drew 0-0. Drew Zimbabwe lost to Malawi 2-1. Morocco beat Comoros 2-0. Gabon and Ghana drew and there were scenes at the end. Nigeria dealt with Sudan 3-1. Egypt won against, against Guinea. Gambia and Mali, it was 1-1. Tunisia won 4-0 against Mauritiana. Ivory Coast and Sierra Leone was 2-0. And, you know, Equatorial Guinea pulled off a surprise and, and beat Algeria. It's crazy. Today, you've got Ethiopia, Burkina Faso, Cape Verde against Cameroon. Tomorrow, you've got Malawi, Senegal, Zimbabwe, Guinea, Gabon, Morocco. I'm doing a watch-along for... I'm probably going to do a watch-along for Gabon, Morocco. That's going to be on Twitch. So make sure you're checking out your, your schedules. That's if you don't want that. Ghana, Comoros is there. On Wednesday, you've got Nigeria, Guinea. You've got Egypt, Sudan. You've got Sierra Leone, Guinea on Thursday. You've got Ivory Coast, Algeria on Thursday. That should be lit. You know, Algeria probably need to win that, you know, to have any chance, really, because they've been playing about. You've got Mali, Mauritiana, and you've got Gambia, Tunisia. So that's that until Sunday's round of 16, where hopefully the games get a bit meatier, a bit tastier and whatnot. Pause. Ronaldo on 500k per week and they're offering Bruno 1k. Big difference, bro. 100k, bro. Bruno, Bruno can't catch that. But if I'm Bruno, I want the money because I'm of the right age. I'm clearly, whether you, whatever you say about me from a footballing point of view, I'm of the right age. You know, Ronaldo's not going to be here forever. I'm going to be here for a minute. I'm going to be a United man, you know, just in terms of a job. If I'm, you know, if I sign one year and I'm doing well and I ask for a performance review and I get more responsibilities and I'm doing more, then I want more money like Bruno. Really, and this is it, bro. If my I can't lie, if Rashford earns more than you, I'm on to you. Like Rashford can't, bro. Can he even the way his decisions making set up? Can he even spell his name? Like, as I'm allowing, it's very rare to see my country in an international competition. Exactly, man. That's what people don't don't understand, man. Hear me out. Ghana lose or draw their game on the 18th. They get eliminated. Just Cronkay sends a private jet to Ghana for party and he's available for selection on the 20th against Paul. I hear that. <laughs> oh, it was the defender's fault for heading it back, probably, but that was calamitous, man. As much as I slander Bruno, and rightly so, there's not many players in that squad that should be on more money than him. Trust. I'm sorry, but Maguire, Luke Shaw, Rashford. I know Rashford's Mr. Rashford in that, but and I don't want to do him dirty because I like Rashford, but he's stealing a living. Like he's he's committing acts of fraud. Like at this moment, the very fact that he can say I'm a Man United and England international is a mazzle because that decision making is horrible. You know, Rashford looks a shadow of his former self. I don't know what's going on with Jaden. I don't know what's going on with the whole of United, really. I don't even know what's going on with Ralph Ranjit, God. They're not even pressing together again. It's just dead, really. Swear he's got three years left on his deal, but cheeky, you know. I mean, I don't think it's cheeky, you know. You should, well, I can't ask for more peace, but for United, that's one of the uh, definitely of recent where they're in a position of strength with the contractual situation. Car, he's under contract, he's got an option now. They will give him a new deal, he will get the terms. I don't know, I wouldn't say that he wants, but he will get improved terms. I'll say it like that. They're just going to take time. They're in no rush. It's not like, I don't know if they're still chatting with Paul Pogba, but it's not like it's a Paul Pogba thing where his deal was running out and there's a sense of urgency and stuff. That's why these lot can say, yo, end of the season, cool off. We'll pattern that at the end of the year for you, my guy. But until then, it's a myth. Should we see what's going on with the transfers, people, in the world of transfers? In fact, we ain't even spoke about the Premier League. Let me go over that once, it, once again, people. Change this time since Premier League. Oh, let's call this Benitez sacked. Slash footy talk. Sorry, folks. And now we're back again. I just like to specify things in terms of results over the weekend. You saw Liverpool dispatch Brentford three goals to nil. Trent Alexander Arnold and Robertson on top form. Trent fantastic. I think he's in double figures for assists. Robertson lovely. I think Robertson set up Oxlade Chamberlain, if I remember rightly. Calamitous for the last goal. Unselfish by Bobby Firmino. Calamitous from Brentford. But yeah, man, you know, I, I feel up until the 
For a certain point, Brentford were in it, but other than that, you know, they just got dealt with, really. You know, two headers from Liverpool dealt, um, dealt with what they needed to deal with. And then, yeah, man, West Ham versus Leeds was quite a game. Jack Harrison, hat-trick, you know, Bowen missing from a couple of yards out. What a game that was. Five-goal thriller over there at West Ham Stadium, really. Obviously, Norwich defeated Everton two goals to one, and that ultimately, you know, cost my man his job. You know, either and a Michael Keane own goal. You know, Richarlison did score 30 minutes from time, but it weren't enough. The Wolves-Southampton game, you know, fantastic strike from, from Ward Prowse from the set piece. You know, he has a case to be one of the best singlers at the, at the, at the aspect of taking free kicks. He's definitely one of the best in the last 10 years and probably has a case to be the best in the league right now. In terms of all the Premier League greats, he's definitely up there just for the art of taking free kicks, without a doubt, in my opinion. But... It weren't enough in it because they lost three goals to one. Adama Traore scored, added Connor Cody and Jimenez bagged from the spot. Newcastle and Watford, a point doesn't help either team. St. Maximin's opener cancelled out by a late João Pedro strike as they drew 1-1. As we spoke about, Aston Villa and Man United drew 2-2. Coutinho, it was written in the stars. Once again, Buendia, my man of the match. Shout out to Aaron Ramsey for his contribution. Um, and obviously, we saw City defeat Chelsea. Kevin De Bruyne again... It, typical Kevin De Bruyne goal, really and truly. I personally, one thing I don't like about football, like don't get twisted, you know, Bruno and um, Bernardo. Kevin De Bruyne had a great game, but one thing I don't like about football personally is just because you score, it means you're man of the match or whatever. I don't think Kevin was poor, but no one can tell me the best player in that City shirt was not Raheem Sterling. Burn Alonso alive, inside, outside, down the wing, come short, couldn't help him. If Sterling scored a goal, he's man of the match. I just hate that with football nowadays. Man just play football or watch football for narratives. But other than that, City was superb. You know, again, Chelsea didn't offer nothing. You know, Ziyech, decision-making shit. Lukaku appalling. Not much in their midfield. I did feel sorry for people like Aspilicueta because they was doing all right. You know, Rudiger as well. They look like they're overcompensating with their defenders. Chelsea's defenders did all right. They're just, for me, their midfield in their final third, there's nothing there. Got a discount, you know. Got a discount a bit um, because of your playing City, but it was it was dead really. But there's no shame in losing one nil to City. But they had chances, you know. Again, Chelsea love a frustrating player, you know. I, I see Ziyech, Lukaku, Werner, Havertz. They love frustrating players, really. You know, Grealish was a bit was a bit anonymous. Everyone, City players had a bit of a day off, really, by their own standards. I feel a couple of them, um, but it was a committed team performance. What more can you say, really? And obviously, again, I didn't watch the highlights of this game, really. But on Friday, you saw Brighton and Crystal Palace drew 1-1. So, yeah, I'm just making that out. And I mean, the City press, the way City passed the boys, just it's a joy to behold, isn't it, really? You know, they they completely suffocated Chelsea. And Thomas Tuchel normally does quite well against Pep. Pep. That weren't the game for that, though. At all. It weren't the game for that. What else are you guys saying? Man said DJ out here motivating me with this passionate rant. Appreciate that. That wasn't my intention, man. All trophies are in black and white trash. Well, in fact, I don't know, man. You know, I was, we, I've got a gold trophy. Maybe Spurs is the last time I saw. I don't think there's any footage of Spurs winning trophies. It must just be radios and that. NBE tech, bro, it's like... Do you know where it is? Yeah, with 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 him with Rashford, he's got to that point where it's like it's like it's like Tyrone Mings. You man are just playing card. You're, you're bigger than footballers now. DG, your boy, your boy, Marie gone. We'll talk about that eleven thirty, man. Sterling was mad, was mad, was mad. Always loved Sterling despite being an Arsenal fan. Think he's unreal. Trust. I remember when we we were close to swapping him for Walcott. Fans were going ballistic. Now Sterling never got man of the match, bro. As soon as Kevin popped in the goal, crazy. I'm still salty because he sold England. I only like Sterling because he's from Yard. I like him because he's from Yard. North and North West London are two different things, but yeah, he's not from far. And he's living the dream, man. I've seen man have a Puma sponsorship, Clark sponsorship. Come on, man. He's living the dream. Do you know how much I will cut out for a Clark sponsorship? Yeah, Clark's, you know this. Are you mad? Relentless City once again. Brighton missed a pen. Such a poor... Was it Mupe? I never, I ain't, I never saw that. Leeds did us a favour. Trust now we just got to pack Burnley and pack all these other games because, you know, the Premier League, indirectly, they've been given a better treat now because if you look at it, what? The North London derby is probably going to be in May or, or April now, you know? 
I don't know where both teams are going to be, but if both teams are fighting for Europe and they have fitter squads, you can imagine it's even more of a blockbuster thing. Really? So it's one of them ones. Bro, United fans used to say Rashford's better than Mbappe and Martial, the same. Myth. Do you, first time viewer, big up yourself. Do you think Ronaldo should... Do you think Ronaldo should the young kids, they need bullying to learn? I'd say tough love. I don't advocate bullying, but tough love. But the, the days are different. You shout out, man. Man are on to their agents. And really, what can Ronaldo tell them? If how many of them young United players, yeah, you should listen to him, but he can't. You can't like, bro, I say, who are you? You're Ronaldo, but who are you? are not going to be here forever. If I'm 20 years of age, I've got five years on my contract and I've got 100 back, bro, who are you? I'm going to be the future of United. Yeah, you should learn from him and stuff, but this is where these new youths are. And I think there's no balance. You've gone from people probably back in the days where there was too much respect to there's probably none. Now, I do think the media makes a lot of song and dance about things, but one man can't change much. The players have got to win. And for some of them United players, forget achieving for United for a sec. If some of them don't improve, then you're spoiled because whatever you say about these players, about these people, some of you have got to work with Louis van Gaal, with Jose Mourinho, to see Cavani up close, to see Di Maria up close, to see Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo up close, Paul Pogba up close, you know, pick their brains mentally, you know, see what they do in training, see, you know, all of these sort of things. Man United's got world-class facilities anyways. So there's only so, I do think they need, a couple man need a, man, a person to work with them but at the same time, a lot of these guys are spoiled, man. They don't realise the opportunity. And some of them are going to go through their career. And and then it's, it's going to hit them when it's too late. Honestly, it's going to hit them when it's too late. A lot of them United players just look pampered. And, and the thing is, they probably know that they're in a privileged position. And that's why, rather than you think, OK, let me buck up my ideas. Buck up my ideas. That's probably why they take the piss even more, in my opinion. Hell's going on here? Oh, sorry. You grip mine up again. They're crying to their agents, man. Why do you think player power is so strong? A manager doesn't talk to someone nice. They're gone. Being a good man manager or, or just kissing up to your players is almost as important. It's probably more... Well, being a good man manager is probably better than the tactics. Obviously, tactics wins you titles and things like that. But how you look after these players, when I say look after, I mean, how you try and keep them happy as much as you can is probably the most important thing. Player power's never been more important. And there's many things that, you know, man are running down deals, man are holding clubs to ransom. All of these sort of things are going down, man. The game has changed. Off topic, apparently, Fabrizio Romano, I said, Premier League clubs have approached Andreas Christensen, but he wants to respect Chelsea and will not consider any offers from England. Bayern and Barca are leading the race for the defender. Decision to be made soon. So they're losing Christensen and Rüdiger, probably. Apparently, you know, I'll speak about it um, again, but apparently Udinese have completed the agreement with Arsenal to sign Marie on loan until June. Yeah, yeah, no buy option. Come on, man, cut out, man. You know you don't want to be here. Cut out, man. Leave the club big, man. You're not with this, man. Let me change that. And Vlahovic. Even how you spell with an A's Sorry, just had to update that title, man. We scrolled the way down. They ain't listening. They ain't listening. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, one thing that would scare me is Ralph Ranick going up going up in, 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 in the boardroom now because I don't know for him now. In theory, it sounded good, but now you seem like you saw an opportunity to coast at United, same way you went to Moscow. And that I mean Ralph Ranick looks beaky now. Looking at him in a different light. Very different light, if I'm honest with you. Very, very different light. It is what it is, though, man. Obviously, people, let's look at, to round this up, let's look at what's going on in terms of transfers around the world, people. Again, in a bit of a bore. I know January is difficult to do business and stuff, but there's barely anything. Again, I've just been humble. I just want a midfielder, man. Don't worry. The boardroom is where it works best. Yeah, but that's where then, man, if they're doing dudderies, that's where, you, you know, 
arguably, if they're doing dudderies here, you don't want them to do dudderies in the board. And one thing, you know, there clearly is a lack of structure. Like, I look at the United board, you know, Ralph Rangnick looks like the only footballing man. So if he starts bringing in duds, starts bringing in his old man, and, and as I always say, man need to make the best decision for Man United or whatever club, not for themselves. And as you know, human nature, I'll be looking at it a bit funny. He seems like he's seen an opportunity to get his feet, in hindsight, get his feet under the ground and just steal a living at United, really. Eric Bailly to Milan is a rumour. I mean, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask United fans. That is a, that is a rumour. I mean, Bailly got sat on his arse yesterday, didn't he? You know, <laughs> it's crazy, man. He does look bookie, man. Do you think Arsenal will be out of the top four race soon? Arsenal's in a big progress process. They'll relapse again. I don't know. I think we're going to live or die by midfield. And I've said it before, this January period is for me where I'm going to look back in May. I genuinely believe and say, this is where Arsenal got second win and pushed on, or this is where we lost. And right now I have to say we lost it because I don't believe in the midfield. I don't. Even when everybody's fit respectfully, they have my support. I don't believe in Xhaka and Party together. It's hit and miss. Sometimes it's going to work, like against Spurs. Sometimes it's going to not go well. I don't believe in it. Whether that's a case of getting another partner for, for, for Xhaka or Partey is another thing. I just don't believe in our midfield options. I, I don't. I look at our defence, I see there's building blocks. We need a striker, but, you know, Martinelli, Saka, Smith-Rowe, you know, Pepe's a squad player when he's about. I'm kind of cool with it. Odegaard's doing his thing in the final third. Yeah, we need a striker, but I would. I think you need a midfielder. I think if it came to it, I think you could persist with these attacking options to the end of the season. I don't think you can get top four if you don't bring in a midfielder, in my opinion, but I don't know nothing. Just That's just my opinion. What else is there? I'm missing out something as well, people. That's Apparently, I don't know if this is legit, but I'll let you lot draw your own rumours and conclusions. Roberto Firmino has been offered to Barcelona for 16.5 million next summer and Jurgen Klopp has agreed to sell the Brazilian. I mean, he hasn't been playing and, you know, at 30 years of age, winning everything at Liverpool, being at a big club like Liverpool, saying I played for Barcelona under Xavi, something I wouldn't turn down, but it just feels, you know, surely Liverpool buy another attacker then. But anyways, Liverpool are prepared to let Firmino leave in the summer for 20 million euros with the forward having already been offered to Barcelona, according to reports in Spain. How long is he under contract? Because again, 16.5 million for a club like Barca who, you know, hand out money like hotcakes. It's a it's a it's a brazy it's a brazy one. I saw that middle figure by Renato Sanchez yesterday. That was brazy. Um, we all know he's done, you know, the 30-year-old's done his done done bits and pieces. And I don't know how long he's under contract. And I know he's a different player, but while Mohamed Salah's future is subject to speculation, would you really want to do that? According to this report, Klopp has now agreed that the time is right to move the Brazilian on with Barca keen, a keen observer on developments. According to report, Klopp is open to the idea of selling Firmino with Jota taking the mantle as a key part of his attack and the likes of Minamino and Origi providing adequate cover. So this is where I don't believe it now. Man can't look at Minamino and Origi and, and really make look at this on a serious note. So I don't know what to believe in that, but I know I don't believe that, people. That sounds booked. Apparently, Benzema will leave Real Madrid if Haaland arrives. A bit harsh, because I'm looking forward to seeing him and Mbappe for us. Bellingham tops Manchester United's wish list. I mean, second time lucky. They wheeled out everything, got, got, got Grandad Fergie out of his retirement home, took him all around Carrington, Carrington just for him to, to bust out to Dortmund. Maybe it does happen. Hazard has no desire to join Newcastle. Fernandez puts Man United talks on hold. Liverpool and Real Madrid keen on Phillips. That's got to be the Leeds one. Man City move for Barca's Gonzalez. So, yeah, apparently Jude Bellingham tops Manchester United's wish list, people. And apparently they're also looking at Declan Rice. Hugo Lloris is set to sign a new deal with Tottenham Hotspur very soon. Barcelona have set a deadline of a 48-hours period um, on the future of Osman Dembele. He played good in the last game. I saw him. City lead the race for 18-year-old QPR striker Sinclair Armstrong. He looks quite decent from what I've seen. Is there going to be a pathway for you there? I don't know, but maybe the chance to train with world-class coaches and other quality players um, and whatnot could be something he wants to do, really. You know, been doing quite well since he arrived from Shamrock Rovers. You know, I saw Lacazette link with Newcastle, but apparently Hazard also has been linked and he's got no desire to join them. Everton have yet to, to reach out to Wayne Rooney in relation to their new gaffer. Calvin Phillips is drawing interest from Real Madrid and Liverpool. Um, the Reds are set to bid 35 million euros and he's under contract until 2024. So, is what it is. Arroyo, he's doing quite well for Barcelona. The 22-year-old has 18 months left on his deal. Barcelona would be very stupid to let him go, but Man United are looking at him. 
Sars a target of Bordeaux. Real Madrid and Modric, you know, Modric seems to be confident of a new deal. He said, there's nothing, there's nothing better for me than being a Real Madrid player. I'm not thinking about the renewal now. The club knows what I desire. We will reach the agreement soon. Boy, what I, what I, what I would say in relation to Luka Modric, do you remember when he got voted the worst signing or something in La Liga? Now look at him. Crazy one. Manchester City are looking at Nico Gonzalez. I mean, he's one of them guys that have been coming through. I mean, the DG scout is crazy because Hugo Iquite has been linked with Chelsea as well as City. He's still very raw, you know, very raw, very lanky, very raw. Still a lot of development to do, but he is a decent dribbler and there is development. I don't know if he'll be ready to... I don't think he'll get much game time at Chelsea right now, just off my opinion, but my opinion is not informed. As I said, Roberto Martinez could return to Everton. Benzema will allegedly leave Real Madrid if Haaland arrives. The Juventus consider Martial offer people, so it seems like it's all kicking off in 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 the in the transfer speculation realm, people. But that's all it is, it's speculation. Until you start seeing medicals and whatnot, it's a myth. Apparently, Newcastle are looking at signing Kalo Navas from PSG. Van der Beek has rejected a long move to Newcastle over potential relegation fears. Southampton are in talks with Chelsea over a permanent move for Borgia. Kozao was being linked with Chelsea on loan, the PSG fullback. What else is there? Newcastle are keen to add former Manchester United and, and Chelsea chief executive Peter Kenyon to their off-field management team. Arsenal have made a £50 million offer for Dusan Vahovic with the Uruguayan Lucas Torreira as a make-weight. We're also interested in, in Spence from, from Forest. We'll speak on that again later. Apparently, Juventus want party. Good luck with that. Pardon me. Gladbach are open to send it, selling De Dennis Zachariah in January. I don't know if he's the right fit for United. Everton are set to appoint Duncan Ferguson and Leighton Baines in interim charge after sacking Rafa Benitez. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that, though, man. They're not getting party. We all know Juventus are not signing Ponte. Like, if he leaves Benzema to the bridge, do you think Bernardo's, Bruno Fernandes is a state player or a good player not playing in a good team? He's decent, man. What I don't like, he's, he's frustrating. I do think he'd be a better midfielder. If, I know his game is based on high risk and stuff, but he, he does the trenching for me. He just spams stuff. He's quite wasteful on the ball. He knows what works and he tries and he's quite frustrating. If he learned to find balance, he'd be a better player. And that's why I didn't buy all of that. Bruno Fernandez starts for Man City. No, he bloody doesn't. If we bring in two midfielders, I think Lukonga should go along to the championship. Nah, broski. Nah, bro. No, 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 no. Stays there. Fair play, you know. Martinelli, you know. Martinelli did all right. Spence did all right against, against Martinelli. You know, first time ever, really. First guy to lock him up. We didn't see that at Old Trafford. <laughs> You lot still talk about Jaden Sancho, the, J, the, the, the JD model. <laughs> that man, came, he frauded you. You lot are watching YouTube vids of skills and that he can't even glide past him, man. How can Tavares be a better dribbler than you? Coutinho's already eclipsed him. I would be very humble if I was a United fan. Very, very humble. Very humble. Who is J In fact, who is Jaden Sancho? It's like Martial, man. Don't know these youths. You know, you got to sign the best players. Who's Wan-Bissaka locked up apart from his own foot? Probably broke his ankle. Allow it, United. G1, you wanted it. Because Jaden Sancho's an easy target. Like Until he starts banging, he's an easy target. I don't know him. I keep hearing... People keep talking like... Saka has bare ops and he don't know these ops. Stop forcing beef with us. These out-of-town guys are the worst, bro. Saka is not beefing Jaden Sancho. Saka is not beefing Hudson Adoy. We're not beefing Love Island Utes and Mr. Scary Hours and guys whose best performance is signing for Man United is ironically saying to Saka, how many goals have you got? You know, we're not beefing fullbacks. We can't beef them lot. Bro, Raheem Sterling's a Premier League winner. Wamba Saka's best performance is getting a driving ban. Low it, bro. <laughs> He's low it, bro. Low it, bro. Low it, man. All you man are the best players ever and all fucking shit. Gilberto Carlos, the best left back. Eric Bailly, better than Van Dijk. I'll never let you lot forget that one. The only one you lot weren't capping about was De Gea. And you've got a grand total of nine. You lot are becoming like Arsenal fans. That you lot have got amnesia. You lot have got you lot have just developed amnesia. You lot are just full sense of importance. Where United, the United way that got you lot dealt with in Birmingham. You think them Midlands man cared, cared about that? But I allow it, bro. Continue. So come, let's do this thing. 
I'd be very humble. You look got packed by Jacob Ramsey, bro. Beer Ramsey's fam. You type in Ramsey, that's beer names coming like them FIFA regions and that. Low it, man. Low it, patting off your own team. Bro, Saka's a bit of right back than Wemba Saka. I'm a bit of right back than Wemba Saka, bro. Even though it's Sunday League. When have you seen Wemba Saka do this? Oh my life. Oh my life. Bring me team. Have you seen Wamba Saka school? Oh, when's Wamba Saka done that? When's Jaden Sancho done that in the front? Jaden Sancho's done so bad. Man off saying, oh, he come on in the last two minutes against, who is it? At Atalanta. G1, you want violence on this Monday morning, my guy? Let's do it, mate. Let's have it. I'm ready. I'm ready. But on a serious note, though, man, banter aside, this is why I appreciate you lot, man, whether you support Arsenal, United, even Spurs, Chelsea, or just football fans in general, man. The banter, the talking points, you lot make it what it is. So, yeah, large up the Twitch gang. As I said, people, I'm going live in a, in a piece, people. Join me at 11.30 and them things there. It is what it is. You know, Martial, the best ever the best ever in the world. You know, stop it. They got families, bro. Man can't even get a move, blood. Allow it, bro. Allow me, man. Maguire, best centre-back in the league as well. Allow it, bro. Allow it, man. Allow it, man. I'm gassing, man. It's all banter, though, man. I keep calling you G1, but on Twitch, your K show. That man there, frauds. You know? But anyways, you know, that man there said they're winning the league, you know? Arsenal's getting relegated. They have them. You know what all these... You know I don't rate these United pussies? Because they always used to come here and say, 888 Sport, 888 Sport. Where's them Twitter pussies now? Who rants his minions? They, didn't come, they don't come to my stream again. Low it, man. Low it, man. You lot go and cancel your Sky Sports season ticket holders. It's another cheap point to score on them United fans. But it's all love, man. It's all love. It's all love. G1's my guy before people think that I'm, you know, he, he knows how to get under my skin. So he wanted beef. We give him the beef in it. But on that note, people, on a serious note, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. I hope everyone's been doing well and safe anyways. Wishing you lot continued health. Wishing you lot the best in terms of reaching your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations. I'll catch you lot in a bit to focus a bit more on Arsenal. You can bring your general talking points if you want, but it is where it is. Um, in relation to Twitch, I'm back again at 4.30 to play Football Manager. Again, same time tomorrow, 10am, we'll be talking any footballing points that develop between now and tomorrow, anything you don't want to talk about. You lot stay blessed. Have a great start to the week. You know, go and move that much closer to your goals, hopes, dreams, aspirations, ambitions, all of that good stuff. I'll catch you lot in a piece, man. <laughs> Like, 